Scott with SGWellfire.com, Final Days Report, podcast number 88. We're calling this mRNA technology. If you've taken this, are you a cyborg? We're actually going to cover a Supreme case ruling from an attorney. I've covered it before, but there's much more authoritative context from an attorney. Pretty wild. Vaccine Madness 1 and 2, we actually covered this topic, patented, tracked, enslaved, and stacked. Before we actually get into the interview with the attorney, it's just fascinating taking a look at this Forbes headline that changed. It went viral, and I found this screen capture. If you're just listening, check out the PowerPoint. It's the same exact graphics. Here's the original headline that went viral because people are like, wait a minute, mRNA technology doesn't change your DNA. Yes, it defiles the temple of God, my friends. Here we go. Yes, the vaccine changes your DNA. Yes, the vaccine changes your DNA a tiny bit, but that's a good thing too. And it's a 180, my friends. COVID vaccines don't alter your DNA. They help choose cells to strengthen your immune response. They change your DNA a little bit to, well, they really help choose cells to strengthen your immune response. I mean, that is just a psyop. And National Defense Authorization Act, getting rid of the Smith-Munt Act. That's the only thing that can happen here because this is a 180 off of, yes, yes it changes your, your DNA goes viral, they switched it on the fly. And this is wicked. This, I think it's wicked. How can you be that deceptive? Bayer executive, mRNA shots are gene therapy marketed as vaccines to gain public trust. This Bayer executive was basically at a, I think it was the World Economic Forum presenting. Then he goes on to say 95% of American population or the world population would never have taken gene therapy. But because it's part of this, and these are my words, this pandemic. They were able to hoodwink you to take this nonsense, this VADES immune suppression destroyer, this blood clotter. And if you survive this depopulation, hooking you up to the internet of things, my friends. And I think it's even more wicked than that. The fact that you are patented, you are a cyborg if you've taken this technology, does that mean you even have human rights? And then when they roll out this 5G, this nefarious kill grid system, the spy grid system, this knowing all-knowing omnipresent Luciferian system, are all your rights gone because you are no longer human? It's a fascinating thing to think about. So before we actually play a portion of this interview, just to give some context, they're actually talking about this military industrial complex, 200 page or so PowerPoint that talked about nanotech, depopulation, ending humanity, this big war. I mean, there's, there's front and center depopulation at the core here. And then they're going to get into the Supreme Court findings. And so I might have some commentary here and there. And also, I read this years ago before I was saved. I actually filed a workflow patent to disseminate tasks. And I was thinking about trying to sell it to the military if I was to get the patent. And I remember reading this even back then, just going, going man, nanotech, this is wicked. What is this world coming to? I still wanted to sell my patent, obviously, for war. And then I woke up, became a Christian, realized that all wars are banker wars. It's this one world government agenda. But it's just interesting how they're talking about this document. And I ran into this years ago as well. Here we go. Let's roll it. You walk away from it, um, at least I did, fairly depressed to think that somebody put this time, energy, and effort into trying to figure out how to kill as many people as they could. It is truly unreal. The analogy to the spaceship, and then they've said how um, they're adding too many people to the spaceship, and we need to do something about that. So that is a soft sell to kill you, period. Spaceship? Come on. 
population control is built right into the system and it, it's really a, it really does show the mindset but where did you go from there knowing their mindset knowing that this is a a sort of uh, outlook from the u.s militarily but different government organs in the u.s where did you go from there in your research the predicate to this whole thing is that nowhere in here really does it talk about peace instead of threatening each other the, the presumption is that there's going to be a war massive casualties stores and, and here that talks about you know why don't we try something else like you know getting along or something along those lines um so we ended up looking at, at a variety of other things, including what is the law around this, being lawyers. Um, and there actually isn't hardly any. Um, along comes a case in 2013, however, that relates to um, intellectual property rights as it relates to synthetic DNA. Um, in particular, it's a, it's a myriad genetics case, and I don't know if you've seen it, um, but I can cite it exactly if you prefer. And it is called the Association for Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics. So what's it about? So this is about um, the intellectual property rights developed by the use of mRNA in particular. Okay. And what happens to the synthetic, synthetic genome as a result of that? This is an argument over intellectual property rights in the new genome that they create from genetic therapy, genetic modification. Right. And presumably they're talking about lab animals that they're going to modify their genes. That's right. In this particular case, mice. Um, it, it, it wanders into a variety of things. And I guess that's the point. It's that the, they look at this as whether it's a human or mice or anything else, it's almost irrelevant. Um, there are humanized mice, right? They use them in, in labs all the time to test new drugs. So um, we're, chimeras already exist and they don't differentiate a genome to them as a genome. What did the courts rule? This is a, and this is a US Supreme Court decision already. That's right. This is what we call good law, meaning it's already happened. There is no higher court. This is the decision of the court. The only thing that can happen as a result of this is people follow it as law. Or if the legislature doesn't like it, then, then the legislature theoretically has the power to change it. And they do on occasion. So in this particular case, the holding is what really bothers me. It's on page six, about halfway down. Here it the is. sentence begins with, it is also. So it states, it is also possible to create DNA synthetically through the process similarly well-known in the field of genetics. One such method begins with an mRNA molecule and uses the natural bonding properties of nucleotides to create a new synthetic DNA molecule. And, and that's it. So you, you can't, in, in the world of intellectual property, you, you cannot um, patent something that already exists in nature. If you change that, however, into something synthetic, that new genome is in fact patentable. You, you are creating chattel property, intellectual property rights in that new genome, and that's what this case holds. Now, this is the same kind of thing we're doing uh, with the vaccines, because they are mRNA vaccines, both the Pfizer and Moderna. And so if you can explain, what is that? And is that actually creating sort of a new genome within us, within people who take the vaccine? So not sort of, it, it does. So the Supreme Court case says it. If you use messenger RNA to create a synthetic genome, that new genome is your intellectual property rights. That's, mm. that's the holding of the case. Right. Um, so I've heard people say, well, maybe it's just the synthetic DNA in that new genome that is uh, you know, the intellectual property rights. How does one separate that? If these shots, which we now know, go throughout your entire body, 
They're not stuck in your arm. They go everywhere. And if they're genetically modifying billions of your cells, that's the plan. Well, then how does one separate billions of cells from the other billions of cells? The, the simple reality is those that took these shots, the messenger RNA ones, for sure, according to this document, are now the chattel property of the patent holders. This is totally not come up for discussion right now. Property of the patent holders. Did you hear that? Your property. But actually, in documents you sent me, it has come up for discussion before. That's what I found so fascinating. Uh, a document uh, that you sent over that is from the UK Ministry of Defense. Ministry of Defense, I want you to listen to this and think Microsoft patent 06060666, drop the zeros of the information collected off your body. Check out that podcast I did on that. I went over their patents or the patent, I should say, of Microsoft. I went over the Microsoft patent and it's about communication. I mean, they're, they're hooking you into the internet of things. You are going to actually be a transmitter of the said data. You're going to be a computer system, an operating system. And it appears they don't have to share it. They're talking about this in 2011, my friends. This is wild, wicked. I put the blood of Jesus on this. If you've taken this mRNA technology, ask God to eliminate it from you. Defense, along with the German Ministry of Defense, actually takes this up. I'm going to read a, a rather lengthy quote from it uh, and then get your reaction. Ministry of Defense typically means Ministry of War. Everything <laughs> is inverted. Everything. To it because I, I found this just incredible that I think it was from 2011 they did envision this very thing and what to do about it. This is, of course, uh, in defense, uh, talking about um, defense and the, therefore soldiers and so on. And that, of course, your case is taking up the soldiers' cases. But here's what they said. Um, so it, this, the document explains, by the way, this is a document put out by the UK Ministry of Defense in partnership with Germany's Bundeswehr Office for Defense Planning. It actually says, human rights and property law are examples of legal fields which may need to adapt as technologies become integrated with rather than merely used by people. People have legal rights and machines do not but human augmentation will make it increasingly difficult to adopt this binary approach as machines are integrated with our bodies, potentially at a molecular level, which is exactly what we're talking about. As an example, they give is the discussion about possibilities that humans may become cyborgs in the future. The term has many mythical, metaphorical, and technical connotations, but it reflects the idea that humans no longer merely used machines, we increasingly depend on them for our most human-like activities. Then it goes on and says, ownership of human augmentation technologies and the data they use and collect will need to be carefully considered. If implants become integral parts of our bodies, for example, people who wear pacemakers, uh, often they do not have any rights to access data. They don't have any rights to access the data. So there, it sounds like there actually is prior case law here, potentially is what it sounds like. Think about that Microsoft patent again. If they're turning you into a transmitter, do you even have rights to the information that they're capturing? Planned. It had gathered and transmitted by these devices. Within the European Union, this problem is uh, in part managed by the privacy law, uh, general data protection regulation, GDPR, which regulates access to personal data. It's incredible that they 
envisioned this back then because they knew that they're going to get into this kind of gene therapy, gene modification that... Unbelievable, my friends. Patented, tracked, enslaved, and stacked. Called it out, one of my earlier podcasts, Vaccine Madness 1 and 2. Why the war on blood? We're dealing with evil. Just a little commentary there when I actually was editing that video. A little repetitive, but let's continue. Just on some updates on prior podcasts. CCP leader Vax Will Die talked about the destruction of the military. Well, people in the military are getting very, very sick. Recent article, journalist and commentary Daniel Horowitz, who spoke with attorney Thomas Renz before the panel discussion, explained in an article published January 26th that doctors queried the numbers for hundreds of codes from 2016 through 2020, some sort of database to establish a baseline five-year average, an alarming increase in cancer, miscarriages, myocarditis was found in addition to many other diseases as outlined in Senator Johnson's letter. So hypertension, over 2,000% increase, disease of the nervous system, over 1,000% increase, on and on, multiple sclerosis, almost 700% increase, malignant neoplasm of digestive organs, whatever that means, 600% increase, Guillain-Barre syndrome, 500% increase. Breast cancer, almost 500% increase. On and on and on. Uh, infertility with females, 472% increase. I don't even know what half these words are. Migraine headaches, 452% increase. Ovarian dysfunction, 437% increase. Many think and speculate that this clot shot actually will sterilize you if you survive it. Increase in testicular cancer, 369% increase, on and on and on and on and on and on. It's between 300 and 2,000% increase in all these different diseases that they've mentioned. And I'm sure they're not even finding people that are super sick that'll be sick in two to three years from now. And I got to tell you, one of my friends, he, my understanding, he's a little bit older, but he cannot talk. He's bedridden. He ended up retiring. Nobody understands what's going on with his health. And I didn't want to say to him, it's the clot shot. It's all the vaccines. Your blood is tainted, my friend. Maybe you have VADs, but he is in serious, serious shape. Unbelievable. It's not like I'm, I'm going to say, I told you so. I begged him not to take the vaccine. I was like, are you sure you know what you're doing? He's like, ah, oh, I know I've done the research. So he's hoodwinked. He's, he's in bed now. And I guarantee you, if you just have eyes to see, ears to hear, he is hit. He is hit hard. He is susceptible to what they actually gave with this vaccine. Unbelievable. So let's continue. I found this other article, how mRNA and DNA vaccines could soon treat cancers, HIV, autoimmune disorders, and genetic diseases. So it's hilarious. They destroyed your immune system with this vaccine. And now they're going to be the savior with mRNA technology. I mean, this is a brilliant business model for Dr. Evil. Let's destroy everybody's immune system. Let's all give them VADs. And then we're going to come in with the mRNA technology to save the day. <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. This is a train wreck. This is wicked. And that's from the news. Oh, let's actually cover another podcast. I did five news psyops to hide heart issues from the clot shot. But then there's this meme going around. It's tough to read. Everything causes heart problems these days, except the vaccine, of course. The, the vaccine's a logo. And what's funny is they actually added a new one here that I did not cover within the five new psyops, and maybe there are a couple more, but one of them was watching sports can cause heart issues being too excitable. I wonder if people are watching their favorite sporting events and just dropping dead of heart attacks. 
and it has nothing to do with a bad heart, I'm sure they're vaccinated. I mean, wake up. And then why the war on me? This was really, I thought, a really well done podcast on just why the elite want to take God's creation with meat. And meat is more healthy for you than what many people give it credit for. It's healthy, especially if you do, if you allow cattle to graze in different um, sections and then move them. And so they get fresh grass and defecate on that grass. It actually regenerates the soil. So there are a lot of benefits. And that type of meat is very, very healthy for you. It stimulates the brain. But check out that podcast, Why the Elite Weren't on Meat. That's more the why. But what they're doing, this was a recent article I posted on Telegram. And again, sign up for Telegram. And Gab, if you're a news junkie, I'll put there what I find interesting and then I'll add some commentary. And then oftentimes like today, I'll actually talk about it during the podcast, but let's read how China plans to lead the world sustainable food with the latest five-year agriculture development plan, lab grown meat and plant-based eggs among food production technology that will be supported to cut reliance on overseas know-how inclusion of cultivated meat in a five-year plan will drive more research funding and investment in nascent in, in the nascent industry says this person i don't want to butcher his name so it's really just lab grown meat it's war on god's creation and more articles just more watch outs you know we got to tip our hat to robert malone for actually calling out this vaccine but again, we just need to make sure he's not taking us down the wrong path. Here's a text that he recently did. We need very active surveillance and tracing and testing to really stop this pandemic. No, we don't. We don't need contact tracing. We don't need AI surveillance. We don't need any of that. We just need to have the military industrial complex stop releasing bioweapons, stop releasing 5G unbelievable so just make sure he's not a wing on the same bird that's going to get us down the wrong path for big brother enslavement and everything we do actually ties to scripture we are christian ministry and i keep saying pastors talk about romans 13 granted i don't know if they're awake pastors maybe they are but never ever ever fall for romans 13 and the butchering of Romans 13. Let's read. Let every soul be subject unto higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. This is not ordained by God if they're trying to defile the temple of God, my friends, with gene altering medication as the days of Noah, iron mixed with clay. They do not cleave. I'm convinced the Bible is talking about this transhumanism, Internet of Things, virtual reality. Gene corruption, it's clear if you follow my channel. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the, resisteth the ordinance of God, not if it's defiling God's word, my friends, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Uh-uh. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same for he is the minister of God for be for good. But if thou do that, which is evil, be afraid for he beareth not the sword in vain for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. But if we look at the rest of Romans 13 passage, we see it is not referring to a government that is ordained of God in the sense that he allows it to come to power, despite the fact that it is evil. It is speaking of government that is ordained of God in the sense that it is lawfully ruling in accordance with biblical principles of righteousness. 
So ultimately what this is saying and where this gets butchered, if this is a government that's doing God's will, fine. If it's not, run. Don't be subjective to it. Don't be subjective to evil, my friends. Resist it, especially if they're defiling the temple of God. So God bless. Hopefully this is a blessing. Thank you for your support. Bookmark us. Sign up for our newsletter. Sign up for Telegram if you're a news junkie and gab. A lot of these articles we actually cover there with some, some commentary. And thank you for your support. And if you donate, donate on our website, sjwellfire.com. God bless.